Simba, you have forgotten me. No. How could I? You have forgotten who you are, and so forgotten me. Look inside yourself, Simba. You are more than what you have become. You must take your place in the circle of life. How can I go back? I'm not who I used to be. Remember who you are. You are my son and the one true king. Remember who you are. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Scripture Mastery Podcast, or just Scripture Mastery. With me, the part in that one guy's life where he memorizes scriptures and he's accountable for it. Today's scripture is going to be Alma 711 through 13. I just like saying 711. Update on the mission? Um, nothing. <laughs> nothing to report, except last time, still waiting on that stake president to get back to me. Uh, oh. Well, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last time, uh, but stake president, I actually did get a call from the bishop, and he described that they still don't have enough information to seriously consider putting in my papers for recommendation yet. So they're still working on stuff, and it's going to take another long while. They wouldn't tell me how long. It's just part of that process, you know? I will be faithful. I will trust in the Lord's timing. And that's how we'll get this done. And I'm sure as heck going to be ready for it. Alright, enough said. Ugh, except that it's really cold in here. Blimey. Really cold November morning. Alma, 37, 11 through 13. This is another one, long one, but I decided I was ready to memorize it in one week instead of two weeks. Let's see how that works out. Alma, 7, 11 through 13. This is talking about Jesus Christ, how he atoned for the sins of the world, and that there needed to be an atonement. And it says, And he goeth forth, hear me, and he will go forth, suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind, and this that the word might be fulfilled which saith he will take upon him the pains and sicknesses of his people. Twelve. And he shall take upon him death, that he may loose the bands of death which bind his people. And he will take upon him their iniquities, that his bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh, that he may know according to the flesh how to succor his people according to their infirmities. 13. Now the Spirit knoweth all things. Nevertheless, the Son of God suffereth suffereth according to the flesh, that he might take upon him the sins of his people, that he might blot out their transgressions. 
and I've lost it. That's all I got. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. And he might blot out their transgressions. Oh boy. That paper here is only a cheat paper for the order of scriptures. This doesn't have the scriptures written down, so just just so you know. Paper paper's right there. Uh dear me. That he might blot out their transgressions. I don't know what that is. Then there's a semicolon, and he says, And now, behold, this is the testimony which is in me. That they may have a chance at eternal life. Oh. Oh, okay. This, yeah. One more week. One more week. Yeah. I shouldn't expect too much of myself, you know. These are hard, tough scriptures. These are hard, tough scriptures. And I gotta give myself credit. I am a weak human being, and I need time to do the Lord's work. I need time to memorize large scriptures. All right. Let's move on, shall we? Alma. I'm hoping to do a lot of Alma scriptures. My next, I actually do have my next Alma scripture lined up. It's, I think it's just Alma 6, 6. 66. Uh... Yeah, and I forgot what that's about, but I knew I would forget what that's about, so that's why I wrote it down so that I would review it later. So, ha! Take that, Satan. Alma 38, 11 through 12. See that ye are not lifted up unto pride. Yea, see that ye do not boast in your own wisdom, nor of your much strength. 12. Use boldness, but not overbearance. And also see that ye bridle all your passions, that ye may be filled with love. See that ye refrain from idleness. Now that is great advice. The last advice Alma gave to his son Shiblam, maybe. Something that starts with an SH. Uh, and I, th I found it very inspiring. And I've heard it a couple times before. See that ye bridle all your passions. That ye may be filled with love. It doesn't say kill your passions. It doesn't say obliterate your passions. It doesn't say let your passions run wild. But bridle them. Put a horse bit in them so you can control where they go. 
passion gets kind of a bad connotation nowadays, I think. And it's good to rethink about passion in different ways so that you, you don't view it as a bad thing, but you don't let it just do whatever it wants. Because passion, well, if we're defining passion, I'm talking about the passion that comes from your natural man. And, you know, we, we are taught to be unnatural, to not follow the natural man uh, unless he yields to the Spirit and becometh a saint through the atonement of Christ the Lord, which is another scripture we'll get to. Uh, but the Father gave our bodies these passions for good reason so that we might learn how to use them for his good. We are spirits in control of a body, and our body has a lot of talents, a lot of potential to do good, and a lot of potential to do bad, and we need to control it because it has a mind of its own. Oh, that's freaky to think about. Okay. Next up, Mosiah 18, 8-10. And it came to pass that he said unto them, Behold, here are the waters of Mormon, for thus were they called. And now, as ye are desirous to come into the fold of God, and to be called his people, and are willing to bear one another's burdens, that they may be light. 9. Yea, and are willing to mourn with those that mourn. Yea, and comfort those that stand in need of comfort. And to stand as witnesses of God at all times and all things and all places that you may be in, even until death, that you may be redeemed of God at the last day. Nope. That you may be redeemed of God and be numbered with those of the first resurrection, that you may have eternal life. Hyphen. 10. Now I say unto you, if this be the desire of your hearts, what have ye against being baptized in the name of the Lord, as a witness before him, that ye have entered into a covenant with him, that ye will serve him and keep his commandments, that he may pour out his spirit more abundantly upon you? Question mark. Oh, yeah. Why not? Why not be baptized, man? That's a great, it's a great blessing to take upon you the work of the Lord. Because it's like, it's like your father finally coming down and saying, Hey, you made the right decision. Finally. <laughs> now I can bless you. And now you can receive the happiness that I intended for you. Uh, and you now have responsibilities. You now have responsibility to use your creativity to make the world a better place. Actually, this is the main message that's given in a lot of children's shows. It's funny how even in our carnal and selfish world today, our Hollywood producers still remember that deep within them. They know what mothers for children want, because our mothers are angels. And if we don't acknowledge that, then... Uh, we'd be lying. And it's such a blatant truth that nobody can deny it, even though they don't even say it. Wow. Use your talents to serve others. That is the purpose for which you were born for. Remember that. Next up, we have Helaman 512. 
And now, my sons, remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, which is Christ, the Son of God, that you must build your foundation. Ah. That you must build your foundation, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts and the whirlwinds, yea, when his mighty storm, when his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power to drag you down into the gulf of misery and endless woe, because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. What is that foundation? Our Redeemer, which is Christ, the Son of God. Okay, moving, moving, moving on. Second Nephi 32.3 Angels speak by the power of the Holy Ghost. Wherefore, they speak the words of Christ. Period. Wherefore, I said unto you, feast upon the words of Christ. For the words of Christ will tell you all things what ye must do. If ye ever wonder what ye must do, look upon the words of Christ. They are the Bible, the Book of Mormon the Doctrine and Covenants, and the Pearl of Great Price. Do some research. Also, your patriarchal blessing. That is also the words of Christ, because that's his blessing to you. I think. I mean, it's not standard scripture. It's personal scripture. Now, that's a weird thought. Ra, ra. Second Nephi 32, 3. And wait, we just did that. Okay, Moroni ten four through five. Moroni ten four through five. That was what it is. His last words to us before he signs out. And when ye shall receive these things, I would exhort you that you would ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Christ, if these things are not true. For if and if ye shall ask with a sincere heart, with pure intent, no. I think I mixed that up. And if ye shall ask with... with a sincere heart, and if ye shall ask with a sincere heart, with pure intent, having faith in Christ, he will manifest the truth of it unto you by the power of the Holy Ghost. I believe that is correct. And by the power of the Holy Ghost ye shall know the truth. Ye may know the truth of all things. There you are. That's why it is so important to learn how to receive personal revelation. If ye do not know how to receive personal revelation in your own personal way, you're blind. You're blind to the ways of God, and you're blind to the rest of the world. Uh, use boldness. That's why it is a topic often talked about in general conference. And that's why it is so often forgotten, because... The world is so loud, and Satan loves that. And he loves to take things out of our minds just as much as he loves to put bad things into them. Because he cannot put bad things into our minds if they're so filled with good stuff. That's why it is important to fill your life 
with meaningful, enlightening, edifying things and serving others. Okay, Psalm 66, 18 through 20. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But behold, God hath heard me. He hath heart. He, uh, hmm. he. But be. But verily, God hath heard me. There we go. It's not behold. It is verily. But verily, God hath heard me. He hath attended to the voice of my prayer. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Blessed is God. Blessed are God. Blessed. Blessed be God. Who hath not turned away. Which hath not turned away my prayer. Nor his mercy from me. Okay. Cool. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Uh, I love Psalms. They're just so full of things. The book of Psalms. It's it's all these amazing hymns. Hymns to the Lord. Without melody. I wish I knew their melodies. I wish I were the head minstrel of whatever medieval, medieval age that was because that would have been amazing that would be an amazing job hmm. i wonder if we could do that nowadays i don't know after psalms is ether 12 6. ether 12 6. and now i moroni would speak somewhat concerning this thing i would show unto the world that faith is things which are hoped for and not seen wherefore Dispute not because ye see not, for ye receive no witness until after the trial of your faith. Faith is things which are hoped for and not seen. <sighs> it is interesting. I believe I have yet to have a trial of my faith. No. No, I believe I have had many trials of my faith. But I stayed strong throughout each of them. <sighs> They're really hard. There are really tough times where you believe that you, you, you doubt and you're being played in the hand of Satan. And you're nev never aware of it. You're never aware of the darkness. You, you try out, you experiment, you find all these different friends that have all these different belief systems. And then you have to figure out, who are you? Are you just the chameleon that changes to whatever group of friends you're in? Or are you your own individual with your individual talents who is going to serve God with your talents? Or are you going to be an enemy to God? There's no way to be a fence center. For the only thing the devil has to do 
to win. Hold on. The only thing that lets evil prevail is when good men do nothing. Now, that's not the same as a secret combination, but we'll get to that later. Actually, never. It's 1 Nephi 3.7. 1 Nephi 3.7. And read that. This good and it came to pass that I, Nephi, did said unto my father, said unto my father, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded. For I know that the Lord giveth no commandments unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them that they may accomplish the thing which he, which he commandeth them. There we go. Have faith in the Lord. He will provide all things you need to accomplish the tasks he has set you forth to do. I testify of that. Alma 13.28 Alma 13.28 But that you would humble yourselves before the Lord and call upon his holy name and watch and pray continually that you may not be tempted above that which you can bear and thus be led by the Holy Spirit becoming humble, meek, oof, becoming humble, meek, submissive, patient, full of love and all long-suffering. Ah, rah, rah, rah. That is so interesting. I like it. Full of love and all long-suffering. Let's go on, though. Uh, I suppose the message of that is just humble yourself before the Lord so that you are prepared to receive the blessings which he has in store for you. Move out. Mosiah 2.41 And moreover, I would desire that ye should consider on the blessed and happy state of those that keep the commandments of God. For behold, they are blessed in all things, both temporal and spiritual. Oh dear. Blessed in all things, both temporal and spiritual. And if they hold out faithful to the end, they are received in heaven, that thereby they may dwell with God in a state of never-ending happiness. Oh, remember, remember these things are true, for the Lord God hath spoken it. I always, I start to forget that part each time. That, that troubles me. But it might be temporary. I think I'll just let it pass. Ah. Uh, we are blessed in all things, if we do the things of the Lord. And remember, that's an important part. You have to remember that these things are true. If you don't remember them, then what motivation have you for serving the Lord in the first place? How, if you don't remember the blessings you receive, that leaves you available to commit sin because you have no reason to follow the words of God if you don't remember the blessings that come from it. The times when you have sinned, did you remember that? Think about that. I testify, if you forget of the blessings that you are promised when you follow the commandments of God, it is only a matter of time before you commit transgressions against 
the words of God. That's Satan's greatest tactic, is to have us forget our worth, our potential, and the blessings that are promised us. Whew. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Mosiah 2.22 And now, and behold, and behold, all that he requires of you is that ye keep his commandments. All that he requires of you is to keep his commandments. And he has promised you that if you would keep his commandments, he, he should. And he has promised you that if you would keep his commandments, you should bless. And he has promised you that if you would keep his commandments, he should receive blessings. Ye should receive blessings. Okay. 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 Let's let's focus on this. Come on. Two twenty-two. If you would keep his commandments, you should prosper in the land. And he never doth vary from that which he hath said. Therefore, if ye do keep his commandments, he doth bless you and prosper you. Holy crud, that was a weird moment. That war between remembering and forgiving and forgetting is acting right now. Ooh, it's powerful. It's a powerful thing, remembering and forgetting. Now, we are moving on to, after Mosiah 2.22, which is, you shall prosper in the land if you follow his commandments, which is one of the things you have to remember. We have Joseph Smith history, 1, 16 through 17. And it came to pass, but... Exerting all my powers to call upon God to deliver me out of the power of this enemy which has seized upon me. And at the very moment when I was ready to sink into despair and abandon myself to destruction, not to an imaginary ruin, but to the power of some actual being from the unseen world, who had such marvelous powers I had never before felt in any being, just at this... Yeah. Marvelous power. Just at this moment of great alarm, I saw a pillar of light exactly over my head above the brightness of the sun, which descended gradually until it fell upon me. It no sooner appeared than I found myself delivered from the enemy which held me bound. Um, okay. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. When the light rested upon me, I saw two personages whose brightness and glory defied all description standing above me in the air. One of them spake unto me, calling me by name, and said, pointing to the other, This is my beloved son. Hear him. Whew. That is powerful. It is a good thing to remember the restoration. So that you can teach it to everyone. Uh, I fight to bring everything I've got to the table. And that includes the first vision. That is why I memorized it. It will be shared a lot, I'm guessing, on my mission. Because people knew about the gospel of Jesus Christ, but they didn't know that it would come back. Huh. 
And that Holy Father and His Son, Jesus Christ, are two separate beings. And when you often hear the phrase in the Book of Mormon that He is the Father and the Son, Abinadi explains that that means uh, the Father means the Spirit and the Son means the body. When the Spirit and the body are one, that makes one soul. And it is also referred to as the Father and the Son. Wow. If all of us were spirits and we were all had the same mind as our Father in Heaven, would that mean part of the Father is already in us through our spirits? And through the Holy Ghost, which must remind our spirits, which must remind our bodies of the blessings that Satan is trying to make us forget. There's a lot of entities trying to control our bodies. It's kind of scary. Okay. Mosiah 4, 9. Believe in God. Believe that he is and that he created all things both in heaven and in earth. Believe that man doth not comprehend all the things which the Lord can comprehend. Now, believe in God, believe that he is and that he created all things both in heaven and on earth, believe that he, yes, just believe, believe it, remember it, know that he is God, know that he lives and that he's still relevant in today's world, that he created all the heavens and the earth and he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And forever. And he still gives revelation. Just like he did a few... Just a few days ago. Just yesterday, oh my gosh. He inspired our president, President Nielsen, to give revelation that he received from the Father unto the children of God. And he did that through social media through using the tools that the world had brought to bring it unto God's children. Because the works of man aren't inherently evil. They can be twisted to be evil. YouTube can be twisted to be evil. Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok. But they can also be twisted to be good. Think about that. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I got a little sidetracked. The prophet still re receives modern revelation today. The Lord gives current instruction to his children and always refers them back to his old instruction to the children that lived thousands of years before us. I think it should be thousands. Yeah, thousands. I mean, it's 2020, so 2020 years and then some. Holy crap. And we still listen to those words because he is the same. His goal is the same, therefore his words are the same. Therefore, we can learn from people who lived over 2020 years before us. Because it's the same word, it's the same goal, 
that he's been trying to get ever since the creation of Earth, the creation of the universe. Wow. Okay. Moving on then. Where was I? <laughs> yes, it was Mosiah 4-9. Now we have to go to Babidi-Gawagadi-Woo, which translated from backwards schlackendy block is I'm sorry guys, this must be so weird for you to endure. This is just the way I remember things, is I have to say things out of my mouth so that it's ready. It's DNC, okay, we got it. DNC 58, 27 through 28. Verily I say, men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause, and do many things of their own free will, and bring to pass much righteousness. That is very important. That's not part of the scripture. The scripture is not done yet. 28. For the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves, and inasmuch as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. You can do good in so many different ways. There are so there's such a variety of different ways. I don't think anyone can comprehend the amount of good we can accomplish using our talents and connecting with others and connecting with their talents to fill in our weaknesses and to just build on that until... Ah! Bridling our passions. It all goes back to that. Just doing what you love, finding how it fits into Christ's gospel so that he can bless you while doing what you love so you don't have to abandon something. Well, you will have to abandon some some things, but the joy in doing what you love, whether it be photography or art or music or I'm, I'm just listing all the arts. It could even be in sales or business or uh, therapy. I don't know. Video games is a little sketchy, but there's there's a way to serve people in that. It we're we're so creative. I bet we could find a way to put God's hand into us creating video games. That that would be astounding. But I believe it can happen. And just imagine an army of people just willing to serve to serve the Lord using their talents. They're all doing their own their own separate thing, but when they come together to to make something under one common goal and they all want that goal to happen, no one's going to back out. That's when things get done. <sighs> My uh great advisor Maurice Harker who taught me this. He he had this vision himself and he thought about if we had people who who knew what they were and knew what their passions were and had already aligned that with God and they were already consecrating that to the welfare of their souls and the prophet just said, hey, I need a, a temple built right here and I need it built really quickly. These guys who know what their their talents are, one could be an architect or a planner or Someone could someone could just be good at bringing food, and they could get together and get a temple built in a week. Just psh, 
like that. Said and done. Prophet said so. Well, let's get together and do it. Psh. Temple built. It's going to be a lot more temples. I have testimony of that. I got off track again. Let's try to zero in. What was that scripture that we got off topic on? It was, uh, it wasn't the Bridal of Your Passions one. It was DNC 58, 27 through 28, which I think is so important. Remember it, people, because the Satan, old Satan, Satan, will try to get you to forget about it. Okay, moving on. DNC 89, 18 through 21. And now, 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 and now. Thank you, Father. Um. <sighs> Is it an and? Is it really an and? I think it's an and. Oh, yeah. And all saints who remember to keep and do these sayings, walking in obedience to the commandments, shall receive health in their navel and marrow to their bones, and shall receive wisdom, and shall find wisdom, and great treasures of knowledge, even hidden treasures, and shall run and not be weary, and shall walk and not faint. And I, the Lord, <coughs> sorry, give unto them a promise that the destroying angels shall pass by them and not slay them. Amen. Bap, bap, bap. There we go. And all, and all saints who remember, 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 war between remembering and forgetting. Every time we forget, we will lose. I guarantee it. And those are the blessings. Remember the blessings. I won't read through it again, but you get the idea. Now. After the DNC verses comes another Ether verse, which is Ether twelve twenty seven, which is, mm, and if men come unto me, I will give unto them, I will show unto them their weaknesses. I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness, that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then. Will I make weak things become strong unto them? And that's another part about bridling our passions. We need the Lord to show us where we're weak so that we can connect with others to fill in the gaps. It's like Rocky. If uh, this audience I'm talking to is cultured enough, which is probably just an audience of me, but there is there is an audience of some people in America. Watch Rocky. If you haven't watched Rocky, you gotta watch Rocky. I still need to watch the other spin-off movies, like the Rocky 2, 3, 4, 5, maybe? I have no idea. It, I, I kept hearing about Rocky from uh, different people, and I... I kept neglecting to watch it, but they got me so pumped up for it. And I'm like, I gotta watch Rocky. And so my dad finally bought it for us. And this was a while back. And I went and I, and we watched it. And after that, I'm like, why did I watch this? This actually kind of sucks. 
compared to the newer movies. It's so cheesy, but there are eternal principles hidden within it. And it's very inspiring. Actually, the mo the the part where I went wow was when I was reading the end credits. And I realized that Sylvester Stallone, the guy who plays Rocky, wrote it and choreographed it. He knew what he was doing. It inspired me to know that this is what it really felt like to be in a a failing boxer's shoes. He portrayed the real emotions and the real the, the real life's trials that he goes through. Even though there is some uh DSX machina when, you know, the the chance of a lifetime becoming the champion. What was I going to say because of this? The one thing in Rocky that I wanted to emphasize to you was he fell in love he fell in love with Adrian not because she was beautiful but because she filled gaps. And he says that in the movie. It's like, you know, she fills gaps. And I have gaps and she has gaps and together we fill gaps. And that is so important to find. Not, this doesn't have to just be eternal companions. This can be in friends and business partners and who, anyone who you decide to associate with. Try to find people who fill your gaps, who can do things you can't do, and try to find things that you can provide for them. <sighs> what scripture was that off of? That was the weaknesses one. Okay, now we got the weaknesses one, and we have to humble ourselves before the Lord so that we can do that. And now uh, ether, after ether comes second Nephi. Second Nephi. <laughs> Second Nephi 28 30. For behold, thus saith the Lord God, I give unto the children of men, I will give unto the children of men, line upon line, precept upon precept, here little and there little. And blessed are those who hearken unto my precepts. And blessed are those who hearken unto my precepts, and lend an ear unto my counsel, for they shall learn wisdom. For unto him that receiveth I will give more, and from them that shall say, We have enough. From them shall be taken away even that which they have. Okay. Whew. That's also kind of scary. It's going back into the thing that uh, Satan wins if good men do nothing. If we receive not his word, if we think we have enough of his word to go off of, uh, we will stop receiving his word. And not only that, we will lose his word because Satan will cause us to forget it. That's why I can't stop memorizing scriptures. I can't. If I do, I will forget them. End of story. But if I am constantly reviewing them and I'm adding more to make it interesting and I'm I'm constantly at this risk where I have no idea if my memory can even hold this many scriptures, 
I, I have no idea when I'm going to give out. It's all within the Lord's timing. And I, I have no idea what... Sorry, that was loud. I have no idea what this is going to look like on my mission, but I trust in the Lord. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the true qualities of bridling your passion. So when you set a goal so miraculously high that you cannot achieve it without the help of a miracle. And I have seen that. I have seen his miracles in memorizing these scriptures. Huh. Today's a good day. A lot of good revelation. Thank you, Father. Huh. I hope you guys see that, and I hope you can find your own way. And with that, we still have more scriptures. Still have more. I don't even know how many scriptures I have memorized at this point. Second Nephi twenty six thirty three. For none of these iniquities come of the Lord, for he doeth that which is good among the children of men, and he doeth nothing save it be plain unto the children of men, and he inviteth them all to come unto him and play, partake of his goodness, and he denieth none that come unto him black and white, bond and free, male and female, and he remembereth the heathen, and all are alike unto God, both Jew and Gentile. We are all the same. We are all children of our Heavenly Father, and therefore discrimination is dumb. And it's of Satan. So shut up. I apologize. I wasn't I shouldn't have been so blunt and overbearing. I should just have been bold. Sec not second Nephi. We now have Moses, which is Moses one thirty nine. For behold, this is my work and my glory, to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. That is the goal. Remember the goal. If you don't remember the goal, you're going to lose. Okay? Remember it. Uh, this is my work and my glory, to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. To bring others unto his gospel. Remember it. Okay? I'm looking at you. I know you. You don't remember it, you're going to forget it. And when you forget it, you are an enemy to God, and you have served Satan. Well, you have the potential to. Just stay safe, okay? I don't want you getting hurt. Mosiah 3.19 For the natural man is an enemy to God, and has been since the fall of Adam, and will be forever and ever. Unless he is to the enticings of the Holy Spirit, and put it off the natural man, and becometh a saint, through the atonement of Christ the Lord, and becometh as a child, submissive, meek, humble, patient, full of love, willing to submit to all things which the Lord see fit to inflict upon him, even as a child does submit to his father. Whew! Submissive. Our natural man has a lot of arrogance and a lot of pride. So, that's why we are told continually to be humble. In fact, don't even associate yourself with your natural man. But, you know, your natural man is your appearance on this earth. So if you get control of your natural man, people can finally see who you are on the inside. I don't like movies that say people need to ignore what's on the outside and just see what's on the inside. Because if you are really doing it right, 
your outside will reflect what is on, on the inside. Okay? Let's get that in line, all right? Okay, moving on. After Mosiah 3.19, we have a... Romans. Romans 12.1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is reasonable. Only acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Give up the arrogance and the pleasures of your body, for they are insignificant to the pleasure and the joy of the Lord. That's my interpretation. Moving on. Second Nephi 25, 26. I mm mm I I we talk we talk. I and and we talk of Christ. We preach of Christ, we prophesy of Christ. And we talk of Christ, we rejoice in Christ, we preach of Christ, we prophesy of Christ, and we write according to our prophecies that our children may know to what source they may look for a remission of their sins. Writing is so important. Write everything you feel, because it will be of significance to your posterity. And if you're living the gospel, then you have good things to write, and a good direction to put your future posterity in. You can't be talking about it without living it. Uh, unless you're a therapist. Second Nephi 32, 8-9. And now, my beloved brethren, I perceive that ye ponder still in your hearts, and agree with me that I must speak concerning this thing. For if ye would hearken unto the Spirit which teacheth a man to pray, ye would know that ye must pray. For the evil spirit teacheth not a man to pray, but teacheth him that he must not pray. But behold, I say unto you, you must pray always and not faint, that you must not perform anything unto the Lord, save in the first place you shall pray unto the Father in the name of Christ. You shall pray unto the Father in the name of Christ, that he will consecrate thy performance before thee, that thy performance may be consecrated to the welfare of thy soul. That thy performance may be for the welfare of thy soul. There we go. Sorry, I was distracted by something outside. So, interpretation of that. The evil spirit is out there. Don't forget that. You got two things to remember. You have to remember, one, you are a child of God. Your purpose is to serve him and to serve your fellow man, for that is serving God. And you have passions that you need to control and uh, reflect if you're going to use your full potential to serve God. Number two, remember that there is a Satan, a devil, an enemy, an adversary, a great serpent. S-O-B- Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a bad mamma who wants to make you forget the first point to remember and wants you to forget that he exists so that he can do his work in secret and in private. He does not like to take credit for what he does. He likes to give the credit to other people, so that when things go wrong, you can blame other things instead of him. And then you're still confused, because he has still baffled you, and he's just laughing in the background at you. Ah, I hate his laughter. It's the most horrifying thing, and the most irritating thing. So, remember... Heavenly Father loves you, Satan hates you, 
They both want you on their team. Well, no. Heavenly Father wants you and your body. Satan just wants your body. So don't let him have your body, okay? Capiche? Here we go. We're almost through this, I believe. Uh, Mosiah 2.17 And behold, I tell you these things that you may learn wisdom, that you may learn that when you are in the service of your fellow beings, you are only in the service of your God. Yeah, and I emphasized that in the last scripture. Ye are only in the service of your God when you serve your fellow man. That's what he wants you to do. It, it, you can be asking for all these blessings for yourself, but if you're not, and he will grant them. He will grant them. He that I'm not saying he won't grant them because it's being selfish, but he will grant them because he knows if he makes you a better person by blessing you with your blessings, you will be a better instrument in his hands, and you will be better off serving his other children. Okay, test that. Use that next time you are praying to him. Say, don't just say, Heavenly Father, uh, please bless me with with strength, strength to overcome the adversary. Say, Heavenly Father, please bless me with strength to serve my fellow man, and he will go, yes, oh my gosh, yes, please do that, because that is his goal. That is. His work and his glory to bring to pass the eternal salvation, the etern the immortality and eternal life of man. <sighs> Remember that. Remember that, and he will bless you. Mosiah twenty eleven, and it came to pass that the people of Limhi began to drive the Lamanites before them. For uh, okay, hold up. I jumped into that before I was ready. Mosiah twenty eleven. And it came to pass that the people of Limhi began to drive the Lamanites before them. Yet they were not half so numerous as the Lamanites, but they fought for their lives and for their wives and for their children. Therefore, they exerted themselves, and like dragons did they fight. Like dragons! Woo! I love dragons. They're so cool. They're so cool in our heads because we don't actually know what they look like. Therefore, they can be as powerful as anything. Wow. That's a holy crap different topic. Focusing on this, if you is it all goes back to remembering. I'm gonna have a theme for, for each of this. It's okay. Last theme was like last time's theme was uh DNC fifty eight. Doing things that you want to do. This one is remembering. You gotta remember this. Remember your children, your wife. Remember your own life. Those are the things you should be fighting for. The things that should motivate you to do good. Because you will be blessed if you remember these things and if you fight for them. And if you don't let the adversary have them. Whew. After that, we have our last scripture. Which is... 1st Nephi. 2nd Nephi. Sorry. 2nd Nephi 2.27 Wherefore, men are free according to the flesh, and all things are given them which are expedient unto men. Wherefore, okay, hold up. Men are free according to the flesh, and all things are given them which are expedient unto men. 
and they are free to choose liberty and eternal life through the mediator of all men, or to choose captivity and death, according to the captivity and power of the devil. For he seeketh that all men might be miserable like unto himself. Once again, I'm going to say, it all goes back to remembering, you have the choice. You have the choice of who you're going to fight for, whose jersey you're going to put on, and quoting Elder Holland, I guess except I can't find the quote, so I can't quote it directly. <sighs> Remember. Remember that you are in a war. We are at war. That is a quote from Elder Holland. Uh, and who are you going to serve? Oh. You can have eternal life and liberty. You can choose death and damnation. Oh, my brethren, I love you. I want to see you on the other side of the veil. <sighs> that being said, let's remember why we fight. Sorry, I'm going to make a little bit of noise. Okay. I fight to memorize scriptures, as many scriptures as I can, so that I can so I can know the gospel. I can know the message Heavenly Father wants me to teach. I fight for every person on my mission, every investigator, teacher, or companion. I fight to bring everything I've got to the table so that the Holy Spirit can testify the truth unto them. I won't stop. I'm Eli. And okay, today I'm going to add to that. I'm going to add War between remembering and forgetting. That scripture. And. It's the line upon line. Precept upon precept. That is D&C. D&. No it's not D&C. Oh dear. Ah! Satan. Forgetting things. We are adding the part where he says, I will give unto the children of men line upon line, precept upon precept, here little and there little. Oh, it is, it's Second Nephi. Second Nephi 20. This is, the, the fight thing I do at the end is, is written on the, on the wall. So I'm just adding to it. Second Nephi. Uh, twenty, twenty-eight, thirty. If I stop, I won't receive any of the blessings. If I say I have enough scriptures, I will forget them. And and for those who say we have enough. From them shall be taken away even that which they have. Taken away even that which they have. I love you, brethren. Fight the good fight. God be with you till the very end. Till we meet you.